We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. And welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. What the on my talk On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything big ass fish. I'm Jace. With Lex, Aww. Dawn, and Kenny. Is that when you take naps in your studio? <laughs> like a plushy fish. I don't think his body could lay out flat in that little studio. Oh, yeah. He's definitely in the fetal position. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i holding a fish. Lex is going to post it in a little bit, probably. But I'm holding a giant fish uh, up to our B. Arthur spy cameras. <laughs> so... This will air on the Jason show, I think, in the next couple of weeks. You know, it's the 30th anniversary of um, the Mall of America. And they oh, invited right. uh, they invited me down there to do... Uh, I've done every story you could think of at the Mall of America because I genuinely love it. I, I know a lot of locals. It's fun to hate on it. But I enjoy it. I'm there a lot of Saturdays, especially in the winter. Um, it's, a, it's actually a moment of zen for me. Um, we have our little routine. Anyway... So we we did a fun story yesterday where they uh, took me behind the scenes, like stuff that the the public doesn't often get to to view. And one of the things they did was they took me to the because I guess this is this is what cracks me up. One of the most asked questions is where does the Mall of America store all of the Christmas decor when Christmas is over? Oh, wow. That's okay. a great question because that's it a lot of it's decorations lot. and big Christmas balls. So they took me to the storage facility and they showed me and it looked like it looked like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. I mean, it just Ooh. looked like a. it was a wonderland of giant nutcrackers and giant ornaments and oversized trees and every type of, um, you know, and there are other holidays mixed in there. And one of the displays, you know, they have Paul Bunyan on the, the log shoot, the legendary log shoot mm-hmm. ride at Nickelodeon Universe, yeah. um, which is their still most popular ride. Well, Paul Bunyan is prominently featured in that, and they they do what they call overlays, like special overlays on the ride to make it uh, themed. Uh, and and one of the things they do uh, they did was make it for the fishing opener. They gave Paul like a fishing outfit, and they had these giant fish uh, <laughs> that they just had randomly in this in this room next to the Easter Bunny egg <gasps> chair. Did you steal that? So no, I was well, going to no. say, did you steal so, it? No. So I'm sitting on the Easter Bunny throne, and I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I look over, and you know me. I like random stuff. I almost cussed there. I, I, I like random. And I'm sitting there, and I go, 
what the hell are all those fish? Like, how random? I'm in the Easter area, and there's this these giant fish. And the, my buddy Chris was laughing, who's their their big events guy. And he goes, oh, that's Paul Bunyan's fish. <laughs> um, and they have like 400 of them. And he goes, would you like one? And I go, yes, I would, please. <laughs> so. So oh, I got man. one of I got one of the fish That's from the Mall cool. of America. That I said, like well, a I, carp. I think it's a carp. Is it a carp, Kenny? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Or bass? Is it bass? No. No, it's a carp with those scales. It's very oh. unpleasant looking. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Catch one of those. You got to throw it up on the shore. Okay. You don't like but, it. But yeah, so there there he is, and it just cracked me up. I go, well, I will put this in the radio room, and he will be here always. So uh, yeah, it's just, but it's great. And then they took me behind the scenes of that ride, so I got to go behind, and I could see the giant Paul Bunny. I think is thirty two feet tall, wow, something like that. Whoa. Yeah, it's a giant, giant. You know, as you go through the log chute, there he is with Babe, and uh, so I I kind of got to see how that works and how they fix the boats you know, kind of the maintenance area of how they get the boats out of the track. And it was fascinating. So that, that'll air, I think, next week or so on the on the show. So oh, I just can't. this is a newly cool. acquired thing. I thought it was from years ago. No, I just shot it yesterday. I shot it after uh, the TV show. So, um, yeah, I, I was just there yesterday. It was just fun. It was just a... It's a fun little thing. I mean, I just can't believe the mall's 30 years old. And um, just talking about all the places that have been there and left and are coming. And, you know, and even now how busy they really are and how it's it's actually, um, you know, the, 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 their retailers are doing well. And it, there's just a oh, desire to go to back hear. out. Yeah, it's, you know. Um, so it was, it was, it was fun. I can't wait. And Kendall's doing more today. She's going and doing two more, uh, stories out there. So yeah, it was just fun. So you know I, who else was there once? Harry who? Connick Jr. Whenever he did his tour of new in town. Oh, that's right. Kenny, Dawn, I forgot about, I mean, Kenny and Alexis, I forgot Dawn had to watch. You're right. Uh, uh-huh. Harry Connick was at yeah. the mall of America. Uh, yeah. A Isn't listener, he charming? He's, a, a listener sent me a story so nice. that I'll be telling along with my review on Friday. Oh, there's a- <laughs> yeah. I was actually there that day. I was hosting oh, the red carpet. Oh, this thing I'm oh. going to talk about. Yeah, I was hosting him. Like, I had to chaperone him around and you went for to the New red carpet. Al- Ulm with him? We, I went to New Ulm with him and Renee Zellweger. And yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was a whole thing. So I can't wait for the review of New in Town. Right. And what she said happened, she said, made her want to crawl under her chair in oh. secondhand embarrassment. Uh-huh. Well, I can't wait for that on Friday. Okay. <laughs> Deep tease. Deep tease. <laughs> Deep tease for Friday. Three days, four day, four day tease, everybody. Four day tease. Four day tease. <laughs> Uh, we have a little special. This is a little oh. mini version, right, Lex, of uh, Animal Kingdom, a short one? Yes, I've got one. I've become obsessed with the uh, sled dog marathon that's underway right now in northern Minnesota. John Bear Grease. Have you guys oh, heard about this? Bear Grease. Yeah, of course. Oh, my uh-uh, no, gosh. And he goes, Bear Grease, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, this is, this is very, you don't have to belittle me here. This no, is, no, this is, belittle this you. This is huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's always been huge. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a really big deal in Minnesota. It's, it is. It's been going on for 38 years and uh, i became obsessed because i've heard about it before but i didn't know there was a live stream 
Oh, oh, cool. So, yeah, Kenny, you'll love this. So I was yeah. watching, and I'm just like, wow, this is so cool. And then I was like, I got to I gotta deep dive and see, you know, what is it like? Because they started Sunday morning, and they're set to end this evening in Grand uh, Portage. Okay. And so there's two dozen teams. They are competing. There's different races, but the big one is the 300-mile uh, track or yeah. okay. they started in Duluth and then now they're still they're it, it's treacherous because it's windy and then of course it's northern Minnesota it's, it's extreme weather it's also a qualifier for the Iditarod race in Alaska right so I've been watching this and just like kind of deep diving thinking okay when do they sleep where do they where do they stop and they stop for like four hours to take a little rest they'll race for four take a little break yeah um, but they're doing it at night in fact yeah. at night that's they said that it's like the where they get the most traction and they, they just keep going and going. And um, John Bear Grease, a fascinating individual, him and his brother used to this is in um, like 18, the end of the 1800s, okay. used to deliver mail via dog sled. Right. So in honor of him, all of the teams have a little bit of mail with them <laughs> as they're doing the race. Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't that cool? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there. Um, it's just if if you want to see, it, I just wanted to point this out because it does end t- tonight, tonight, or this afternoon. Um, and so it's just really a, a cool thing. And one of these days, I hope to get up there and watch some of this. Um, because yeah, it where just do you looks stand? Really, cool. yeah, I'd have to figure out the best of places. Place. They run the the North Shore Trail. It's a uh, it's a multi use um, hiking in the summer, and then a snowmobile trail in the winter. In the winter. And it's um, just, I would say, north of, um, I guess north would be the right term, left. If you're going northbound <laughs> on 61, it's left of you. It's uh, left it follows, of us. It basically follows Highway 61 from Duluth all the way up to Grand Portage. Um, and, and you can go at basically any cross highway. Like I'm thinking Highway 1, uh, the one that takes you from 61 up to Ely or uh, Two Harbors, or um, the, uh, what's the ski slope uh, just south of uh, Grand Marais? Oh. Uh, uh, what's the, what's the um, big ski? Lutzen. Oh, Lutzen, yes. Uh, it, it runs really close to Lutzen. It runs just north of Grand Marais. There's many places to cross where you can just stand there and cheer them on. Oh, and it's really, really Oh, cool. nice. Um, yeah. I used to ride that trail a lot, and we'd always have to be on the ready um, for the trainers because they're always leading up to this race. They're always training on the trail. So you see them, you know, you come over a hill and there they are. You back it way down. You go really <laughs> slow and you let the dogs pass because, you know, they're working out. And yeah. the dogs are used to other people in snowmobiles. They're not quite as skittish as, say, horses are. Um, but yeah, it's really fascinating to, to see. Yeah, they're Alaskan and Siberian Huskies, and each one brings about 15 dogs. Yeah, and so. these dogs love, love, love the cold. Oh, love the cold. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I have um, done some dog sledding before when I went to Norway in oh, Tromso. Cool. Really? Yeah, right along the Arctic Circle, and it was, of course, when it was dark all the time, but we did it in the morning, which was a little bit lighter, and then at night, too, we had the headlights on and yeah. our dogs, and I, so I just can imagine what fun and and the dogs love doing it like you said oh, kenny yeah, and they take really good care so passionate about it yeah and the yeah. other thing that's really cool is that you can also like donate or per- give money and like for 15 dollars, you can buy a, a, a bale of hay for the dogs to sleep on w- at one of the breaks and so it's just kind of a really cool thing they have firewood and um, just different ways that you can help and you can volunteer so 
I just think this is so cool. What's neat? One day we'll get there. (laughs) When you see him, when you witness this live, the communication between the, uh, I don't know if it'd be the trainer or the guy on the sled who's riding sometimes and running uh, a lot of the time, but the communication to the dogs, it's all whoops and whistles and hups and hays and uh, yelling the name of the lead dog. The lead dog has to be uh, super, uh, very, very smart. Yeah. And nonstop energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you actually oh. have me fascinated with this, Lex. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. It's I love really it. fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I'll put a link up on our show page, too, to the live stream. You can see, and you can hear all of, like, the background. It's like the quarterback talking, like, mm-hmm. oh, this, and it's talking about specific teams and, you know, how they're strategizing. And they start them in, um, you know, one will go, and then two minutes later, the next will go. So they're not like all starting at the same time. Yeah. Um, gosh, what am I? What is that called when you start? Like a staggered start. That's what I'm Got thinking. Um, so yeah, it's neat. See those links at mytalk1071.com. Coming up at eight thirty, a little TV talk. We've all watched the Gilded Age. Still loving it. You'll find out next, mm. though. The Dirt Alert. Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal. If you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. And she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state of Minnesota. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend, Dr. Amy, is doing it right. Listen to what Deb says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. After my dentist of several years retired, I went on a thorough search for a new doctor. After several unsatisfactory experiences, I found Dr. Amy Hughes. I've been seeing her and Jackie for over a year and a half through major dental procedures, including implants, extractions, and crowns. I'm so fortunate to have found them. They are professional, knowledgeable, friendly, and timely. I'm so pleased with my dental work and highly recommend them. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what RJ said. My veneers look and feel perfect. I chose Dr. Hughes because of her excellent cosmetic dentistry credentials, real patient case examples, and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing, and I get compliments at least weekly. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, HughesDental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Time to get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert and Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, friends. Nice to hear all of your voices this morning. Good morning. Lots of good stuff. Um, Let's talk about Jennifer Lopez on the cover of People magazine opening up about her second chance with Ben Affleck. And here's what she says. I feel so lucky and happy and proud to be with him. Oh, her rom-com Marry Me is out February 11th. And let me tell you, you know what I need in these dark times? I need a J-Lo rom-com and I'm feeling great about having one coming down the pipeline. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get it. <laughs> Don, is he, uh, who's, the co- who's the co-star? Who's the man that she's going to marry in the movie? And that we're never, we're not going to know right at him? the beginning. Yeah. The very beginning, we're going to be like, I don't know if this is going to work out. I don't know. You know what's funny about this? I realized I read this entire article. Oh, it's Owen Wilson. Okay. It was buried at the way bottom. I'm like, I thought I got through this whole article and had no idea what this movie was about. <laughs> it's only about her and Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. Owen Wilson, who I love very much. In the movie, Jennifer Lopez plays a pop star who marries a stranger after her fiancé is caught cheating. Oh, she marries oh, okay. a stranger. And here's what she said. The role was really fun and also cathartic. She co-produced the film. Okay. Oh. And she performs the soundtrack. I don't think so. Okay. But I do love Owen Wilson. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, do I Like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, if those two could be my friends. I have a friend who knows Vince Vaughn. So I'm like convinced that at some point we will become friends. Oh. Because I just keep feeling. I also have a friend who knows Jennifer Garner. And so I'm like, okay, at some point, it's this is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe that for you, too. Thank you. Yeah. You know what, guys? You have to put it out into the universe yes. in order to manifest it. Right. Amen. So there you go. She says she I, uh, she feels very happy and lucky to be in a relationship that's happy and loving. J-Lo says about her love with Ben Affleck, I want to do everything I can to protect that and keep it safe. It deserves that. It really does. We hold it sacred. She says, as for the shift in their relationship, because, you know, they were together nearly two decades ago, she said it's beautiful the way it feels very different than it was years ago. There's more of an appreciation and celebration for it, which is nice. When you find somebody and you really, really love them and you get a second chance at that, that is a really rare, precious, and beautiful thing, and we don't take it for granted. Yeah, that's true love right there. She loves love. I mean, she goes on and says, I honestly believe that love rules all. Love always conquers everything. Relationships, kids, work, work relationships. It's all about how loving, open, and accepting you can be. Yep. I mean, she, no one loves love more than (laughs) J-Lo. True. That is true. I mean, sometimes to her detriment. Exactly. They should remove the face of Cupid and just put J-Lo's face on Cupid's body. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, her thing. Um, Nick Cannon talking about his celibacy journey. You know, we talked about this yesterday that he's expecting his eighth child and um, he became a father in 2011 when he welcomed his twins Monroe and Monroe and Moroccan with his then wife Mariah Carey. And then he's gone on um, to have quite a few children. And then um, his ex-girlfriend, Alyssa Scott, they had a son who died from a brain tumor in December of 2021, which was just so sad. Um, but Nick Cannon said that he became celibate, that he is not in a relationship with any of them, but he's remained close to the mothers of all of his kids. And he said that he went on a celibacy journey that his therapist recommend recommended because his life was out of control. Once he shared that Bree, who is, they just had the new baby, right? Yeah, they just had that new baby, was pregnant. Yeah, that this is what, the reason I started my celibacy journey back then. I was celibate because I was dealing with this. Well, I think it was four kids mm. in one year. Yeah. With yeah. three different moms. I mean, it's not like, that's a lot to handle. Um, it is. Yeah. And I look, so and I. So where did the celibacy 
celibacy. You got it. Yeah, you're there. That's a tricky yep. devil. When did that happen? It happened after Brie became pregnant, and which she's the, the mother of the current one. one. Okay, mm-hmm. which she is how? She's like six months pregnant. They had the baby. Oh, didn't I say that yesterday, guys? I don't know. I, I can't even they remember just had what a I said. Reveal. Oh, they had the gender reveal. You're right. Thank you. So it's only been like what six months or yeah, something how long that was he's that been celibacy? celibacy? I don't think it's lasted <laughs> it's like that long. A weekend. Okay, so right. he's still celibate right now. That's oh, right okay. now. I as think. We speak. Okay. Yes. Oh, I was just that triggered it. I oh, okay. see. There you go. So, all right. Well, no, we don't know. By the time Donna and Steve come on, yeah, it might be uh, over. The celibacy journey might be over. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> might have ended the journey. I just want to tell everyone too. Like, I don't know if everyone knew this, but you can have sex with a really, really good shot at not having a baby. You just, How? Elizabeth. I know. I, There's I all you. sorts of preventive measures. Yeah, it what? really, it's, it works. I can tell you from personal experience, it works. Elizabeth, I got to just tell you, uh, and this is no offense to you, but uh, Kenny often takes a little nap during the show. I know. When we, when we talk about RuPaul, um, and then usually during the Dirt Alert, he uh, we give him his carpet square and he naps. Fair. When, when, when you said, um, you know, you can have sex, <laughs> Kenny perked up like a little bearded meerkat. It was just what? like, wait, I can? I'm listening yeah. to this pursuit go down uh, over by the St. Croix River on the scanner. And oh, man. Then I hear Elizabeth say, you know, you can both you have, can have sex. It. And I'm like, yeah. hey, well, is this the Elizabeth I know? What, is she working blue now? What, yeah. what, what happened to the I'm Elizabeth just preaching, I'm preaching the effectiveness of birth control right oh, now is what I'm doing. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. It's not quite as, as saucy as it sounds. All right. No. Okay. There you go. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg apologizing for comments about the Holocaust yesterday. Uh, she said yeah. that the Holocaust was not about race. She kind of doubled down on it. She tried to justify her remarks. No. And then Here's, she apologized. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, we said this years ago before we got into the sensitive, uh, before we got into the touchy 20s. Yeah. Can we just make it a... Why don't we just not mention the Holocaust? Just it's don't just compare anything same to it. Yeah. yeah. Can we just not mention? And also, you know, with stars back, just don't do blackface. Like the fact that I even have to say that. You remember when, like, what's her face did it years ago? Julianne like, Huff. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Whoever thinks that's a good idea. The worst idea. It's the worst idea. Don't compare idea. things to the Holocaust. No. Never. Have either of you ever heard of a bachelor's completion program? I just learned St. Mary's University of Minnesota has this program. Yes, isn't that a program where you can complete your bachelor's degree? You know, if you always meant to finish your degree, and then, of course, life happened. I did hear that. St. Mary's knows that by completing your bachelor's degree, you're closer to reaching your career goals. They have a program designed to complete your degree in just one year. Flexible schedules that work for you. Right, Dawn. St. Mary's knows that balancing your current job, family, and then trying to add in school can be an overwhelming thought. So they have class schedules created to allow you to finish your degree without sacrificing your peace of mind. I love that. I've heard great things about St. Mary's. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are supportive and will help you succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide on our my talk app. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Thanks for being here, my dear friends. It is uh, Tuesday, the most productive day of the week. Oh, let's hope so. Maybe, maybe, maybe. 
I doubt it. I'm feeling a little lazy today, so just saying. Just gonna, gonna just. You did be a lot my, yesterday, right? Did a lot. Yeah. You know, I did a lot, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, fo- I'm gonna phone it in today. That's what I've decided. I'm just gonna phone it in. Um, I am excited for this segment though because uh, the second episode of The Gilded Age dropped last night on HBO Max. So we're going to do a little taste test. Now, I, I saw on the sheet, Dawn, did you watch? I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, are, did you watch both? I, I, are you I'm one and two? Of, yep, one, yep okay. I watched all of one uh, the day before last and then last night's. Yep. And, and then, Lex, you're caught up? I tried to watch it. I'm sorry, what? I tried. Um, explain thyself. What do you mean you tried? <laughs> this show is not for me. It's not for me. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, I tried it. Oh. I, I made it 15 minutes and 46 seconds. Into the first one. Into the first episode, and I just couldn't take it anymore. It moves very slowly. It does. I didn't like any of the characters. Um, I'm so happy that I don't have to wear those big, bustly butt dresses. And, <laughs> bustly um, butt dresses. <laughs> I, I will say And this, the thought the... that it was an hour and a half, I just couldn't do it anymore. If you could have lasted a little bit longer um, towards the end, the mm-hmm. middle to the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. some interesting characters do get involved. Okay. I'm halfway through the second episode, um, and for my money, I need more of these interesting characters. Basically, the young people and the people that don't care about new money versus old money. The old money people are very irritating. Yes. They just, they just grind on me. Ugh, seeing all the servants and everything that's going on and just how catty I know they're going to get. I just think, ugh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go there. But I can see that. Oh, <laughs> I am on the other end of the ruler, and I felt... As I said last week, I didn't love the first 40 minutes or so. I yeah. We were kind oh. of struggling yeah. of the pilot. Slow, and slow, and slow. I, I was just like, okay, and even Colin was. But episode two, not only am I in, not only am I in the pool, but I am not going to get out and my fingers are going to get all uh, wrinkly because I am in. I This second episode... I, I'm now looking forward to Mondays. I am now looking forward to Mondays. And I didn't feel that way last week. I was unsure of the Gilded Age. It it comes out too late. It's released at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, And I was in bed by 7.30. So I I was up at 1 a.m. And I watched half of it. And then I went back to bed. And for the rest of the night, I dreamed about taking back stairways in mansions. Uh, that I wasn't allowed to go down the grand staircase. So I, I had like four different dreams about going up and down stairs, carrying stuff, um, the back stairs, the servant stairs. The oh, servants wow. Servant's entrance. Yeah. It was really okay. bizarre. Yeah. Okay, Don, I, yeah. I, I, I wasn't yeah, looking you at your face. <laughs> now I'm not, wasn't looking at your face. Where do you stand? I love it. I love the second <gasps> episode. Uh, I thought it was, boy, the... Um, I'm trying to look at the IMDb and the characters. The name. characters, uh, yes. The new money lady. Gosh, what's Russell. Her name? Mrs. Bertha. Mrs. Russell. Bertha Russell. Yeah. I love. I love them because they're. <sighs> I. That's the role that I would want because she is. She's you know like a bad character, but she's also um, 
you know, you feel for her, but at the same time, she's just, it's the most interesting character. You would be a great Bertha. She's trying to push her new money and her, you know, she gets very, very upset that people don't show up to her party in the first episode. And then there's this whole situation with this auction that goes on, this charity auction, uh, spoiler (laughs) alert, where um, some unexpected things happen. We'll just say that. It just keeps... It's really kept me interested. Also, you know, the fight over uh, Mrs. Miss Brooks, who is played by Meryl Streep's daughter. Yeah. That is very interesting, too, because she's sort of falling in love with somebody she shouldn't, who doesn't have, in her aunt's opinion, Christine Baranski, Who's so enough delicious. money, you know, enough clout. And then Cynthia Nixon is sort of a lover of love, like J-Lo, and she wants her to be with whoever she chooses to be with. And then you have the side character of the secretary uh, who... Denise Benton, yeah. Yeah, who is just, you know... That's a great character, too. She has some hopes and dreams to be um, a writer, and you want her to be able to succeed in this world where they don't accept black people as a normal part of society, of course, yeah. at this point. Um, I, I the, the, the the auction scene, the bazaar. That was um, so great. When the rich biatches hold this bazaar and... And really kind of um, snub their nose at new money, Mrs. Russell in the Gilded Age. That's what we're talking about. If you just tuned in, what Mr. Russell does. Yeah. I was texting my friend Jen. I was like, that is a baller right there. That is like, he was already kind of sexy to me. Oh, he was, uh, Mr. Russell's already kind of sexy. And then when he did what he did at the bazaar, I was like, okay, do what uh, you can duct tape me to the wall, do whatever you want to me, because that is hot. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm in, I am like I'm in. Yeah, Alexis, I'm totally did you like in. Downton Abbey? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, that's she yeah. didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't. Oh. Um, but I love the great, and that I guess. Yeah, I, I think it's just the pacing of it is is faster. You don't see the journey. It's like okay, here we are, action. Yeah, and the great is uh, more of a comedic spin on it. Yeah, uh, and, and it's not sitcom style or laugh, uh, you know, loud laughs. Just kind of a a black comedy spin and makes yeah. things really fun. Yeah, I, I still really, really love the great. I I should yeah. have known, Lex. I I forgot that you yeah. did not like Downton, and if you didn't, it's, yeah. To me, it's like Shondaland. I I. I right. didn't. It's 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 a tone. It is a and pacing, I love stuff. and yep. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Yeah. Um. So um. I I forgot tonally, and pacing. You didn't like Downton, so this would be a because Downton even it's moved very quicker. Oh, Downton moves quicker than this oh, so far. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It just. Oof. But oh, I am in. I am so into the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. I uh yeah. And I actually would like to wear those dresses. Me too. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Me yeah, too. Oh, to take it. those off and just no. all of that, just fabric on your butt. Oh, and I love all of it. Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. I'd wear all of those right now. And I'd wear all the guy stuff, too. I love the top oh. hats. I just, yeah. That scene I, where they're all walking out on the street and yes. everyone is wearing the exact same thing, the exact same hat. It was, like, so intentional. It's duplicate costumes of just, like, mm-hmm. that was the fashion of the day. And if you're not everyone wearing Wearing that overcoat with that same black hat, you are not in the right. You're not on the right street. Nope, oh, man. you are not. So it's about trying to keep up. Yep.
The the Gilded Age, Mondays, uh, as Kenny said, it drops at 8 on HBO Max. Uh, We're going to take a break. Kenny's going to nap now because we're going to talk a little drag race when we return. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Wrapping up our TV talk, a little drag race. What are you thinking, Lex? How are you liking this? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm having the same problem that I did yesterday. I could not get a hold of the episode, so I'm really curious to see what you guys thought. I ha- I'm now recording it, so in the, f- the future I'll get it. But this one episode has been so hard for me to find. Um, oh. And to, then to log in, Comcast and Xfinity weren't an option for the cable login, so I, oh, I just didn't heck? know. Yeah, so I'm sorry I didn't watch it. No, um, but that has jumped the shark. I, I, yeah. I, it you has. Yeah. Last night, you're like, why? How yeah. can I find this? What? Yeah, and then right. I I contacted my brother too, you know, because we have some shared accounts because yeah. Hulu's an option, and because we have it through Disney Plus, it won't oh, allow so us. It, it just was this whole thing. So I'm sorry, guys, but oh my, let no, me know. No. Um, is it is it, was it a good episode or who are we loving right now? Don, what do you think? Well, let me pull up my, my notes. I do make <laughs> notes on every episode. Here we go. Episode oh, four. Uh, oh, God. This is the Jasmine Kennedy one. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Kennedy, uh, if you remember, very tall dancer, Alexis. Uh, she is, I can't remember where she's from right now off the top of my head, but she's, yeah. she talks, but doesn't really allow anybody else to. Have. It's not a dialogue. Yes. It's just a monologue. And so Cornbread can't stand it. Cornbread told her all about herself. Oh, yeah. This is the beginning of the episode, right? Yes. Okay. Because there was a, some free stuff on YouTube. So I did watch that part. And I'm so glad. <laughs> oh. Because then the other ones kind of piled on, too, and said, yeah, you do not. But then it just was so cringy because she continued to do mm-hmm. it about 10 times. Yeah. Ugh. And then they're like, like right now, you're doing it again. And she's like, but I just wanted to really express. And they're like, and again. It was just like Cornbread had to step in and be somebody's personal coach, which was yeah. uncomfortable on, for us to watch, quite frankly. I'm like, do mm-hmm. we have to do this? I mean, yeah, and right now. it looks like she had some self-reflection and is really trying to change that about herself. But at the same time, my thought is, so you're just taking away someone's personality because you don't prefer it. Yes. You know what I mean? Did you feel that oh. way, Jason? Yep, I felt the same way. Because, yep. you know, I do understand what cornbread meant, but you didn't have to go after her ten times and no. make yeah. her feel small and dim her light. Did that affect her performance in the challenge? Or did they revisit it later? I think I, she was safe, wasn't she? she? I think so. Okay. She was very grateful that she was safe. That's a good point. That uh, why did Cornbread feel the need to jump in? I don't know. I think I'm, Cornbread knows that she talks a lot too. Yeah, well, yeah, I think but Cornbread has some self-awareness. Yeah. And that's just a funny sentence to begin with. But yeah, the Cornbread has some self-awareness. <laughs> but um again, uh, my headline it was an okay episode. I I'm Cornbread's still my favorite. No, the needle really hasn't moved there. Right. Um, but I will say I'm I'm going to pull up the moment here. And it, this is a little bit of a spoiler moment um, is the whole save via candy bar. I oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. okay. Did the person get saved? I, I'll just let the clip play. <gasps> but it just 
Un- okay. I think I'm the only one that likes this twist this season. In any language, you are a star, baby. Thank you very much. Now, sashay. Oh, I did. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> let me. Let me. Oh, here it goes. I'm sorry. So we're gonna check the chocolate bar to see if she's been saved. Of the drag gods. If you have the gold bar, you will be saved. We've been hiding your candy. Now, <laughs> let's see what you got. It's just chocolate. Oh, <laughs> so, the semi's coming so through. <laughs> ridiculous. And then they do this dramatic shot of as she's opening it of Ross, of Ross going like this. <gasps> like, oh my goodness, is she what is it? And Ross is kind of driving me nuts this season too, but I much <laughs> prefer I'm preferring Carson because they don't, you know, they they switch off. Oh, that's but, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that chocolate bar thing. Just, I mean, yeah. the music sounded like she was walking over a sea of sharks on a very small tightrope. That's how dramatic it was. Yes. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick. Let me see if this is true. I think we have a little bit of breaking news here. Hold on a minute. Somebody just uh, got something in the newsroom that um, Tom Brady made it official. Ah. Yes, he did. He just made it official. Um, two minutes ago, I haven't made a decision. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, he just, it just came out two minutes ago. Tom Brady is officially, he goes, I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world. And he's retiring after 22 seasons and a record seven Super Bowl titles. So So, not another season. No, he's done. This is it. Yep. Oh, officially done. Yep. So wow. there we go. A little bit of breaking sports news that rarely happens on our show. But, uh, <laughs> and from us. <laughs> and especially from us. I've never read a breaking sports story in my life. So, uh, no, I'm sure I have. But, yeah. Didn't you have to wait till today to get, like, it was a difference of a few million or I think double-digit so. million dollars? Yeah, something like that. There's a reason he waited. Yeah. So... Well, I mean, I didn't want to take the glory away from the teams that, that won and are going yes. to the Super Bowl. Do you think yes. that he, since he isn't going to the Super Bowl, he was like, well, I better hang it up before I really start to decline? Maybe, mm. or maybe just, you know, maybe he felt like this was it. You nothing know, else 40... to prove? They won last nope. year? Yeah. Girl, please, nothing else to prove. He didn't have anything to prove three years ago. Mm-mm. So, no. So, there we go, Mr. Brady. Happy retirement. See you in Boca. I <laughs> yeah. wonder what he'll do next. Oh, gosh. He's got a podcast. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of production entertainment things that he'll be doing. Everybody and... has a podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah but... There's even one for the Gilded Age. Did you know that? <laughs> oh, oh, girl, yes, there is. I almost started listening to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is one for the Gilded Age. So. It'll be more interesting than the show. Stop it, lady. <laughs> lady, stop it. Fast moving. Get that Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Don, Don, put her in a corset right now. Set you up. We're going to set you up real tight. My bloomers are punching up. We should do that every time. We should do that, Don. Every time Alexis busts on the Gilded Age, we put her, we put her in a corset. <laughs> We got to get one in the studio. We'll put her in a corset. Only if you can catch me, guys. That's right. (laughs) Go out there and be yourself. Nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? (laughs) That's right, unless you're watching the Gilded Age. Whatever. (laughs) 
Love you all. Have a great day. Bye for now.